0: And Luke. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Ron Wolfley. Yeah, baby, bring it on! Luke Lipinski. The great Luke Lipinski. <laughs> You're devaluing the word great if you follow with Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Final hour of the show here on this Friday afternoon. Wow. Could be worse. It could be Iowa State. You see the start of this game, nineteen to two, halfway through the first half.
1: How could I see the start with my cap pulled this low, Luke? <laughs> that's right. We could lean way back in your chair, I guess. My goodness, it hurts. I think you could adjust it. Nineteen to two, Iowa State as
0: a six seed. <laughs> You really well, are leaning way back just to be it, able to well, see. It it is, yeah.
1: Wolf, what does the BPI say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's gotta say, Iowa State's going to win that What's, game. What does
1: the BPI say? Don't worry about it. We worry about the end of games. <laughs> Did the, the, the BPI
2: beginning. even have Pitt winning their playing games? T-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, probably what's not. Your, what's your point? The Max? BPI is just being shredded right now. Um, let's go NBA here. This is James Jones on Burns and Gambo Wednesday talking about how early Durant might be able to come back and if it matters to him. It uh, does. I think for every game every game he can play um, with the teams, just more minutes together. Um, just better chemistry for him. Um, it's better chemistry for his teammates. Uh, so we want to get him as many games as he needs as possible. And if that's seven... That's you know ten whatever it is. I just do. I do know uh, every game he plays with us. We we seem to build momentum, so we want as many games as possible.
1: There it is, right there. I mean that is it, right there. It is. It's you feel like you're building something when Katie's out on the floor. These guys feel like they're building something, something that could pay off big, like winning a championship. And when he's not there. Man, it's got to be it's got to be hard. I get that. Yes, you you go out and play as hard as you possibly can. This is the NBA. Doesn't matter who you're playing. I think we saw last night a lot of what is going on inside the locker room for the Phoenix Suns based on the fact they couldn't blow out the Orlando Magic. And I think it's one of the reasons why they're struggling and have struggled since KD has gone down.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's pretty spot on. And they asked James Jones if he has a, a rough estimate of how many games... Before Kevin Durant will be ready. No, I mean not trying to put that pressure on anyone. Um, when he's ready, he's, he'll be ready. That's that's the one thing um, that we know for sure with KD. Um, when he's ready to play, he'll let you know, and it doesn't take him very long once he's decided to play um, to, to get out there because uh, he, he puts in the work, um, a lot of work around the clock. So um, hopefully, get him back before before I mean with enough games for him to feel like he's he's at his peak.
1: I think so much of. Oh how much KD plays is going to be based on whether or not the Phoenix Suns look good in our winning games I mean honestly how quickly they bring them back I think it's going to be totally
0: predicated on that well that made it sound right there um like Kevin Durant's gonna have a huge say and when he comes back which is not a shock but if you're telling me Kevin Durant has a lot of say in this and you you Superimpose that on top of the quote from James Jones uh, that if this were the playoffs, he'd probably be out there. He just wouldn't. He'd be struggling. Um, If that's the case, then I'm at least confident we're going to see him with a few games left in the regular season. If you just go by the initial timeline of he'll be reevaluated in three weeks and that came out last Thursday, right? So that would take you to March 30th. Then, Wolf, they still have games against Oklahoma City. The Lakers, Sacramento, Philadelphia, Utah, and Minnesota. Yeah. And then maybe Denver. Denver's right on the border of that. Yes. It's just, it's at a situation right now with Kevin Durant where if it's
1: still a three-week process from when he rolled in, like the Suns said, that they would not even reevaluate him until it was three weeks. If that is still the case, I think it's probably because the Suns are playing well enough to win games. That's just my thought right now. But if, if he comes back before the three-week reevaluation, I think the Suns are probably needing him to come back, if well, that makes any sense.
0: I haven't heard his answer to this. But this question is sort of along the line of of what you just said. Is there anything about week one that has caused you to reassess his reevaluation date either for better or for worse off of the rehab and how it's gone? No, we're still we'll still reevaluate in three weeks. that's that's where we are. See, that is great
1: though. That is we're still gonna reevaluate in three weeks. That's where we are right now. The question is, do you believe James Jones? I'm not calling him a liar by any stretch of the imagination. He's very straightforward on that.
0: But this is really going to be about Kevin Durant, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you put those three cuts together, and especially that first one really makes it sound... I mean, he even kind of said in that first one, like Kevin Durant knows, and and when he caught himself of like, when he wants to come back, he'll come back. I mean, I'm sure that there are trainers involved in this too, and if KD's like, yeah, I'm good to go, and they're like, he's not, then they're not going to let him come back. But it all kind of feels like... He's got a legit injury, but there's also some caution being baked into this into this timeline. If you're telling me you're still not going to reevaluate him until that three weeks is up. I know. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're already a week into it, and we're going to have Kellen Olsen on here in about 15 minutes. We'll ask him about it because Kellen also had the video... From uh, from shoot around yesterday, that you can see this up on our website, where Kevin Durant was getting stationary shots up after the Suns shoot around yesterday. And so he's landed on his left ankle, yeah, as
1: well. Yeah, I saw it with my own eyes a couple of times, ladies and gentlemen. So like what
0: does that mean? I have watched more Kellen Olson videos of Kevin Durant at practice or shoot around than I have got to watch Kevin Durant in these games so far, though. That's yeah, tough. I know, man. It is. It's a hard
1: situation right now, and you know this is the time. This is the time you want to be coming together as a team. And Chris Paul was even talking about that last week. So, for me, once again, I would imagine we're going to see KD. This is my gut feeling. We're going to see him sooner as opposed to later. We're going to see him before that full three-week reevaluation. Really? That's what I think.
0: I think we are legitimately going to see him that Friday night. So two weeks from today okay. against Denver, and that'll have been exactly three weeks. Okay, that, in a day th- that will be it right yeah. there. Okay, so what games are before that Friday? That's night a home game, game too. So here is what you have right now, before, still within the timeline before he gets reevaluated at Oklahoma City. At the Lakers, at Sacramento, home for Philly, at Utah, home for Minnesota. Seven games. And then, no, that's six. I made that mistake earlier, too. Okay. We both need to go to some sort of counting class because yeah. it's only six. And then after that, they have six games. They have uh, the Nuggets, Oklahoma City, San Antonio, the Nuggets again, the Lakers, and the Clippers. So maybe that's it right there. You have six games as a team. Not ideal, but better than, better than two. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, you know what? I still, I think we're going to see him sooner as opposed to later. Uh, I, I hope you're especially right, especially if, if you're telling me that. Well, if it was a playoff game, he could go. <laughs> uh, you know, really? Yeah, that was- it, it couldn't have been that bad. Then it couldn't have been that bad of a roll. This is the thing I continue to come back to. My goodness, he, he finished his workout. He rolled the ankle and finished the workout. I haven't seen a lot of guys that your ankle, yo, that was a bad ankle sprain. You're going to miss three weeks. I'm just, I'm just saying, haven't seen a lot of guys that had that type of situation go out,
0: roll the ankle that bad without getting carted off rolling the ankle that bad. Yeah, part of me wonders, and then the other part of me is like, okay, this is, uh, don't waste brain cells on this, especially right now. But like, what does this mean next season? You know what I mean? Not, yeah, not that this injury is going to carry over, but is it just going to? Is Katie just going to miss chunks of time just when, out of whenever caution? he
1: goes down? Whenever he gets nicked up
0: at all, it's going to be not day to day, but week to week. But you know, the caveat or the the, the comeback, I guess, is a better way to put it. To so that, as always, if he wins you a title, who cares, right? I mean, it, it's all about winning a title. Now it's going to make regular season games less enjoyable if we're yeah. in this sort of like basketball purgatory. But boy, you know who does care? Adam Silver. Well, he's got a lot of other teams he's got to worry about first. Um, the league has got an issue. Every time they try to promote a, an NBA game and promote the stars, and then the game comes up and none of those guys are playing. League has an issue. Text Valley to six twenty six twenty 620 become a Phoenix Suns insider to get all the latest and breaking news on the Suns and their quest for an NBA championship. Again, that's Valley to six twenty six right, the first week of legal tampering plus the start of free agency is uh, is in the books and you got some cardinals fans with some free agent freak out right now is it too early to be worried about that we'll get into it next it's wolf and luke on arizona sports the local sports leader arizona sports the local sports leader nfl free agency frenzy with wolf and luke here's a name you don't usually associate with free agency Wolf, you know who's officially a free agent right now? Officially, I I think I do, yes. I think I know where you're going. Tom Brady. Tommy boy. It's just weird for Tom Brady to be a free agent. Officially a free agent. Officially a free agent. He is retired. Why do they say he's officially a free agent? Uh No, this is just what they say, whoever they are. They just walk around and say things like that. I'm
1: reading a paragraph right here, Basin-Ordins. I think you have to know the why of this. It says this. Because Brady didn't do a one-year dummy deal aimed at spreading his $35.1 million cap number for 2023 over two years, his contract with the Buccaneers expired He's now a free agent, completely. So because he didn't do the dummy here, um he has become a, a free agent right now, officially. And that retirement letter he sent to the league and the NFL Players Association five weeks ago doesn't matter. It does not matter. He is a free agent, and he could come back.
0: It, it's, it's just weird the way that is written. And it probably shouldn't, but doesn't it kind of make you feel like if you thought there was a ten percent chance he was coming back, it feels more like twenty right now? Like if a team, (laughs) and it shouldn't, it shouldn't. But if a team gets desperate and it's a team he wants to play for, and this is where I really wonder where the how this is going to play out. What if a team needs a quarterback two weeks into the season and they're a contender? Yeah, you know, because it goes on to say in this story. Two of of the most likely potential destinations for Brady, the the Dolphins and 49ers, likely have closed the door on him for 2023. And then another team to which he was linked, the Raiders, just signed Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. First of all, what if Brock Purdy doesn't come back in time for the start of the season? What what if he's not right? I mean, also, as much as I like Brock Purdy, he's played, what, seven, eight career games? Second of all, Brady isn't coming back. (laughs) So that's the problem. What if, though, what, what if What if the 49ers have the injuries— You see like, what I did there, Luke? You yeah, you that? I, okay, I, I did, but I'm going to counter or with this. Okay, counter. What if the—and ex- the BPI won't be able to save me on this one. What if the exact same scenario from last year played out with the 49ers, okay? And they yeah. have Trey Lance go down, yeah. and obviously they'll have Jimmy G, but let's say Brock Purdy goes down. You're going to yeah, tell hey. me they're, they're not going to call Tom Brady? They're, you're going to tell me the 49ers are going to no. be like, well, we got Sam Darnold. I think, they,
1: I think they would call Tom Brady. Yeah, I think they would. You don't think he would turn that down? Yeah. I think Brady would turn it down. Wow! See, because once again, I I'm, don't think I'm, I'm seriously hoping Tom turns it down. He he retired. He sat there on a beach. Tommy, I saw you. I saw you sit on a beach right it's
0: clearly now. an East Coast beach,
1: too. With uh, the, It
0: was. The, yeah, 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 that's the great. The plants
1: that's, just growing right out of the sand. There's no doubt about it. It was an East Coast beach. You sat down, and you said to yourself, I'm done playing the game of football because you knew in your heart That you were done. You had seen your own athletic mortality out on the football field, where you were missing throws that you never missed in your career. Now I I understand we're all we're all human beings. Nobody's infallible by any stretch of the imagination. But Tommy, you saw it, and man, to me, he's got the right to do whatever he wants to do. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. I just don't want to see the greatest of all time go out the way so many others have gone out. I think, I don't want to see that Not I think from Tommy.
0: He legitimately believes he's retired. I don't like I don't think he's just going to change his mind in 2 weeks. I don't think it's that. Last year I thought he would. This year I think it's more does a situation arise where a contender has too many injuries and they call Tom Brady and they're like San Francisco's the best example to possibly give. Tom, we don't have a quarterback yeah. and rather than us have to go out and sign whoever off the free agent heap, those guys that, that nobody else wants at this point, why don't you come back? Look, our team's built for the Super Bowl. That's where I think Tom Brady and that's honestly where I would have a hard time too. If it's like if I go there, I probably win another ring because I retired. I don't know that. I mean, he's already shown that that's not really that big of a struggle for him.
1: No, well, but he did it again. He, He did it again, and even Tommy knows not
0: twice. You're not. Going All right, so here we twice. go. Okay, I'll be the 49ers Okay, I'll call yeah, you. You right. get to be okay. Tom Brady. I'm, I'm Tom. Okay. All right, so okay. hey, uh, hey Tom, where am I? By the way, though, probably probably some, I'm talking. To you. Well, uh, some yeah. East Coast beach. Probably. Okay, so,
1: okay. I'm, so, so
0: nothing's changed. Well, I mean, Nothing. you're t- you, well, okay. yeah, you're probably bored. because You're not playing me. football. You're just sitting on a beach <laughs> go ahead, waiting. Call me. Pick it up. All right, so uh, you know, look, Tom, I don't know if you've been watching. You still watch football, right? You still you still love the game oh uh, actually
1: i took this year off i took this year off that means you're uh, coming back next year right ba- well i'm coming back to do broadcasting next year uh, tom, tom, they, they're telling me they're going to pay me 30 i believe it's thirty-seven-five a year you're way too young to be broadcasting yeah. tom oh I, yeah. really no oh, you're, you're nice barely to 50 say. yeah you oh, gotta you gotta get very back kind out of, of you yeah appreciate uh, it uh who am i talking to by the way uh, is this,
0: uh, this is john lynch john yeah, yeah. oh okay i don't know if john you noticed May bond of course yeah john do you miss the game that's uh, well, you know I tell you Tom if I could still play I would that's did, that's
1: a given interesting because your last year was um, bad well, in the league.
0: we're not here to talk I think about you me saw Tom. your
1: own athletic mortality <laughs> did you not John <laughs>
0: deteriorating quickly well you know Tom I saw your last year it was pretty awful too click no that's not how this was supposed to go yeah. Let me. I'm going to call you back. Okay, okay. <laughs> Tom, I said some things. Didn't mean that. Um, I don't know if you've been watching. Oh, this, this is so dumb. We trade, and I love it. We traded up for Trey Lance and ruined our team a couple years ago. Yeah. We don't have a quarterback, and we're going to win the Super Bowl if we just get one. Why don't you come back? Yeah, man. Um, because I don't think I could throw an out route right now. I, I, I don't think I
1: could do it. Um, yeah, you, you can. Know, sitting around doing nothing for the whole. Yeah, you sound bored, Tom. Um Well, I am. That much I'll do. Listen, John, I am bored. If anybody
0: were listening in on this call, they'd sound bored, yeah, too. I,
1: I am bored right uh, now, but uh, seriously, I I don't think I could
0: throw a check down. Nah, you're good. and scene. Okay. Because <laughs> that could have gone on um, until Brady actually came out of retirement. Yeah, I I think he's done. And I think,
1: again, it's because he saw his own athletic mortality. Are
0: you basing that on the phone call you just heard between John Lynch and Tom Brady? No. Okay. I, I, am, I am not basing it
1: on that. That's good. I'm basing it on the sincere look he actually had on his face and the fact he got choked up. Now, I, granted, I understand. He threw his family under the bus. <laughs> he did. He threw his kids. He used his family what? for the first retirement. He did Matt, say again
0: and, today that it's time to be a dad. That's a quote I, oh, I'm oh, saying. Okay, on Pro there Talk. you
1: go. And, and I honestly, you know, you give them one. Okay, everybody deserves one slip up, but two. You know, you know. What's the old saying? <laughs> you know one time you know shame on me you know you're me me twice shame on, yeah. shame on you yeah. or, no no it's the opposite
0: <laughs> way yeah you get my point <laughs> I you know what I mean. I literally got your point more before you said anything. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you complicated it so much.
1: Brady is done. What You are fascinated with this story, though. You are. You continue just, to be I fascinated. I can see a path. You, don't,
0: you do not believe him when he says he's done. I can see a path if it's the 49ers. Also, to pay off the tease, uh, do you think the Cardinals should have signed more free agents by now? um yeah. Okay. Well that's a uh, There's an there. easy answer yeah. right there. Yeah. All right. More Kaiser White, please. Uh Texas, your thoughts the FanDuel text line at six twenty, six twenty right now. All right, uh I give our next Although guest,
1: I do Calvin
0: Beachman and Will Hernandez love that all the credit in the world because I see him. He's back there. He knows we're probably gonna ask him about the college basketball game yesterday, but Kellen Olson's gonna join us next to talk sons. And maybe some college hoops as well. It's uh, Wolf and Luke in Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I just see you out there, Kellen.
2: I've talked to like 19
0: basketball people in three hours. Arizona Sports, our son's mega mind, Kellen Olsen, joining Wolf and Luke to talk about the Phoenix Suns now. As Kellen Olsen is here, and the genesis of how this happened is um, you correct me if I'm wrong, Kellen, but I believe you agreed to do this segment. Before the U of A Princeton game yesterday.
2: Yeah, like noon yesterday. Okay. Um, we're going to start there. And and this, is Lauren's finger hanging over the dump button right now? It should be uh, if it isn't. Is she just shifted over, yeah, so okay. now it is.
0: Good to know. Um, because I know how this can be sometimes. You know, sports, they're brutal, and you want the outlet. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. going to start with, um, I, and this is a genuine question. <laughs> what happened? Like I watched the second half of that game, and
2: I, I still don't fully understand what happened funny with something like this, in a fan's position like myself, I would often be in the same position as you, Luke, but I can tell you exactly what happened. This team is over-relied on Umar Balo and Azulas Tubalis all year. It's been clear all year that that was not going to be enough for them to get far in the NCAA tournament. It was clear that guys like Pell Larson, Kirk Carisa, Courtney Ramey, Cedric Henderson, they had to build up confidence, be assertive, be aggressive with their shot, and find that balance when the post game wasn't working. Umar Balo came out of Maui and he looked like Pac-12 Shaq. I was calling him Pac-12 Shaq to my friends. I was saying, we're better than we were last year. Like, this guy's going to average 20 and 15 in Pac-12. Why play, not go like- with
0: Shaq 12? No one's going to be able to stop him. I'm oh, just going to no. ignore We're that so okay, that comment and, oh and keep talking.
2: Goodness. He starts getting double teamed. <laughs> uh, you know what's so great about DeAndre? And he can pass out of double teams at an excellent rate. Umar Balo cannot. This team gets those two guys the ball playing high, low action. We've all seen it. Azul's Tubelas at the top, Umar Ball at the bottom. What Princeton does is they sag 10 feet off Tubelas so he can't throw that pass, and they dare him to finish at the rim over length, which is what he struggled with his entire career. It's what happened last tournament. It's what happened in this tournament again. He turns turns the ball over six times. He shoots 45% from the field, and there are just no adjustments, and there weren't any adjustments the entire season. I thought it was just ineptitude to a high degree from Tommy Lloyd. Not all year, but I think that in situations like this, at this level of basketball, it's on coaching more than it's on young players. And he just did not get any of those four perimeter players to really be at a level where five minutes left. High lows not working. It hasn't been working for the entire game pretty much. Okay where do you go from here? Where do you run pick and roll? Where do you get motion going? All this kind of stuff. There was just no other answer and then Courtney Ramey and all these guys are taking flack from people watching the game but that's because they were never put in those situations all year. It just kept going back to the same high low stuff and it's so easy to take away from them the doubles and the high low and if you go back to to your question again like I don't know what happened. Go on YouTube Type in Princeton, Arizona. The extended highlights from NCA will come up featuring the ten minute cut of the game and you'll see every basket that Princeton scored in the second half. They just drove at them one on one and got to the rim. Over and over and over again. Twenty of twenty six Princeton's field twenty of the twenty six field goals that Princeton had were in the restricted area. They were at the rim. They just kept going at them over and over again. What was that about a team in size advantage again? Excuse me? What? You hit on the. So you look at this box score. Again, you gave me the mic. I'm just going to keep interrupting you. You just hit it right there. More turnovers and assists. They were 4 of 26 from 3. Yep. This should have been a route. It should not have been close. And Jared Carlin probably screamed to you this morning, we I did. assume, ranted something similar to what I've been telling people and what Sarah's been telling people, what Kevin Zerman over there's been telling people, like us U of A alums who have watched this team all year have been telling our fellow ASU fans like you, Luke, like you guys have a shot of making it further in the tournament than we do. Like We might not make it out of the first round, and I have receipts dating back two weeks ago on our podcast where I said if I had to say yes or no, do we make it out of the first weekend? And I said no. Like I just didn't think so. So I, wow. I didn't see this coming, a 15 over a 2, but I said if we got the right matchup in a smart team we were in trouble. And this was a smart team that knew what to take away what we were good at. And we had absolutely no answer for it for the second straight year. And I'm starting to look at the coach now. You, I am. You, I have higher you, expectations for my school.
1: Do you think Tommy Lloyd is in trouble? I
2: don't think he's in trouble at all, but I think that he's under a microscope now in the same way that Sean Miller was when he failed to meet expectations over and over again. Don't you wish that you could just fail to meet someone's expectations over and over again and they would still love you like I love U of A basketball despite the way they keep failing to meet my expectations <laughs> over and over again. Don't you wish you kept getting a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth chance from someone in your life? The way that U of A basketball gets a chance from me. Isn't Not that crazy? One. Not to You stopped
0: before you okay. got to 22. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so this is the moral. Find somebody wow. who loves you the way Kellen Olson loves
1: but U of A basketball. Kilder just <laughs> over this, right? now.
2: And all those kids played hard. I'm not going to point at the kids at all. Kirk Cousins is playing through a shoulder injury. He's taking a lot of flack today, too. Like he, He's always been a streaky player. That's fine. Umar Ball was playing with a broken left hand. Like He should not have been playing. But he was out there playing anyway, playing through a lot. So I, I don't put anything on the kids. If anything, I put it on the coach. But this was just a poorly constructed team from the shoot. And it happened. They'll, they'll learn from it, I tell myself, to form some <laughs> level of optimism going into March well, next that's year. What that, Tommy said that this too. won't happen for the third straight year. Tommy I, said minor setback or small setback. <sighs>
0: It <laughs> seemed kind oh, of big to Now me. I, I need me to stop talking. talking. <laughs> now I need to stop talking. I uh, did not know that. You mentioned four people in this building and, and what sort of reaction I would get from them. Um, I purposely didn't talk to Sarah about it. I almost brought Sarah coffee this morning because I was like, I don't want I'm not, to. I'm not trying to pile on. It, like, I like all four of you people a lot that you mentioned.
1: Sarah Connell?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin, I right, briefly talked to him. Jarrett, the interaction was, I went out there, started to say something. He's like, say what you're going to say. And I started to say something, and he gave me basically a version <laughs> of the speech you just gave me, and I legitimately was asking him when our fantasy baseball draft
2: was, so I never even got an answer to it. So that's that's where Jarrett is, basically where you are. So we saw that run, right? It was it was like a 9-10 point game with 10 minutes left, and then once it got down to a one possession game with 4 minutes left, I didn't say, I yell, I throw things when I watch U of A games. Like, I'm really into it by myself, looking like a lunatic in my living room. I just sat there with my hood up, just sitting there watching because I just knew what was coming. I didn't know if they were going to win or lose, but I knew it was going to be sloppy and I knew they weren't ready for it at all. And I just didn't say a word. And then I tweeted and said, like, go ahead in the replies, go ahead, because a lot of people who follow me, major- majority of them are ASU fans, know all I'm a U of A fan, and I got a shellacking from a lot of people, and rightfully so, because it's a great weekend for ASU. And speaking from the U of A perspective, like, I like the matchup against TCU. That's the team we barely beat, by the way, barely beat last year. Don't get me to last year again. In, in overtime, um, <laughs> I like ASU's chances tonight. I really, really do. Yeah,
0: see, that's, that's TCU is a
2: tough physical defensive team and that's exactly what ASU is and usually in those kinds of matchups it can go either way. ASU just needs a solid offensive performance from someone. It's usually been De- Desmond Cambridge this year and uh, I-, I like their chances again yeah. How about
1: Bobby Hurley? What are your thoughts on Bobby Hurley at this point of his career?
2: It's been up and down for me because the offensive system that they've run has kind of been inconsistent for me. Just looking at the stuff that they run, where do they produce offense, and the thing that I kept telling people, it's mind-blowing to me, how you've got arguably the greatest college point guard of all time, and he's never really had a, a, a true point guard there. Frankie Collins comes in and he's given them a little bit of that, but their ball movement, their assist numbers have always been down, but to me, especially in college, like your team just needs to have an identity, and this year they really, really found it through their defense. It was clear like six weeks into the season that they were going to be a really good defensive team. And I think they've gotten better and better. And you just look at how the season goes. I think for all the flack that I give Sean Miller, what he always did with his teams is from October through March, they always improved, especially defensively. They just got better and better. And you look at what ASU's done right now. They've played two of their three best games of the year. They beat USC, and then the, when they're coming up, that's by far the best we've seen ASU. They're they're peaking at the right time, and that's really good coaching.
0: Kellen, did this make you feel better or worse to come in here and be able to vent? <laughs> I'm indifferent. I'm just okay. like a—I'm in my misery state, and nothing's going to drag me out of it. You <laughs> so don't it sound, sound yeah. indifferent. You sound a lot of things, but not indifferent.
1: <laughs> just don't ask him about the 2005 <gasps> playoffs. Hit the dump button. button. Hit the
2: dump <laughs> button. Your finger's on the dump button. Hit right. the dump button. Oh, my gosh. That's my <laughs> um, favorite team of all time. Slim Stoudemire, Hassan. Adams, and okay. we have an Illinois person here and uh, that oh, brings it up all the identical. time, who I'm not going to address my name anymore going it, 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 yeah. People
0: can't see it. Kellen's actually got his back turned to the command and control, yeah. so he can't even look at Lauren. So,
1: how's the rest of your bracket so far? Pretty good, right? I mean, not bad.
0: I didn't fill one out. I was going to say, oh, Kellen, Kellen's the guy who doesn't, he's the one guy I'm that so doesn't mad. do the brackets. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't do it. Oh my goodness. Not,
0: was, you didn't fill one out. It's not that you filled one out and just shredded it after that game yesterday. You just didn't fill one out.
2: Huh. I've never really been into the bracket thing. I got to be honest. with that guy,
0: the one guy who might get yeah. like the perfect score that they always talk about. Like,
2: yeah. will it ever happen? It's oh Kellen, my goodness, and he doesn't. I'm stunned
1: it right now. <laughs> Just somebody tased me.
2: <laughs> just I just broke really broke. like watching the games without. So, like, if there's an upset going on, right? Like, St. Peter's last year, and I have that two c going to the Elite Eight, I don't want any part of my brain to be like, oh man, like, I hope that, like, I want to root for the underdog every time. So, yeah. that's really what I do. I, I watch these games. Like, I was really rooting for Kennesaw State, not because they were playing against Sean Miller or anything, but I was just really <laughs> rooting for Kennesaw State this morning. Like, yesterday, of course, Princeton was the objection to me, but if, it, if they were playing any other team in the country, I would have been rooting for them the whole time. Like, I just like to go through the tournament rooting for the underdog without any other yeah, but see, that's why
1: I use the BPI. There's no, mm. there's no emotional connection. That's why bring that cash just, every
2: year, Mister Wolfley? No, every year,
1: no emotional connection. You should do
2: it the no. way Wolf just two cares. You're in hardcore analytics, baby. Hey, do, do it, it the way. way he
1: says it, not me. Yeah, do it, Wolf's way.
0: Wolf's way. He still hasn't entered his bracket on the website on ArizonaSports.com. So <laughs> he won't let me wait Luke. until the Sweet Sixteen. Go ahead and enter your bracket. It's Brick Kellen, you can still do it. Actually, you still have time. You'll <laughs> still get in before Wolf. All right, Killer. Thanks a lot, man Thanks, guys. Thank you, All right, that was Kellen Olson joining (laughs) us right there. We didn't even ask him about the Suns. KD, he's gonna be back in a couple weeks, right? Thanks, guys. All right. (laughs) right, We'll come back with the work week wrap-up next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the Local sports leader. All right, here we go. Work week wrap up for I don't know whatever week this is, March thirteenth through the seventeenth. I've never introduced it that way. No, your mic's off. It's on. Your mic's on, and yet somehow still off. This is going to be an interesting work week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there there we- it is. <laughs>
1: hey everybody, look, it's Ron Wolfley broadcasting. All
0: you had to do was speak in that voice and it fixed everything.
1: Okay, you know, it's, what are we doing right now? What is this music?
0: A great what is this for? Oh, it's the work, is, wrap oh, the work Week Rap Oh, <laughs> the Work Week Rap I know
1: Try to say that three times. I did. Uh, I've already uh, had to uh, do uh, it. do uh, your pass? All
0: right, here's Monday. <laughs> Now Monday's not working. Boy, we are just firing on all cylinders. Monday. Monday. Hey, there's Monday guy. Uh, said it loud. (laughs) Jimmy G to the Raiders. Here's Adam Schefter, hopefully.
1: He's going to the Las Vegas Raiders, Laura, on a three-year deal worth about $67.25 million, $67.5 million. And he is going to be the man there in Las Vegas for a team that attempted to go up in the draft that didn't make it up to number one. They were happy to get Jimmy Garoppolo. It's a situation where he'll be the guy there in Las Vegas, and I don't think that the Raiders will be picking a quarterback in round one. Wow. You don't think he'd... Um, yeah, that's great. That's exactly what they wanted Shefty to say.
0: Yeah, that felt like they handed him a piece of paper. Yes. And said, here's what our plan is. Read it to everybody.
1: Look, we'll let you break every story that we have over the next three
0: years if you just say this. Well, wow. <laughs> Three right years here. worth of Raider stories you might get a lot out of those three years. Stop it, Shefty. Jimmy...
1: Oh, they got Jimmy G now. They're Son of a they,
0: they have a guy who does play quarterback. Why would they ever need a better one? Uh, here, are the Phoenix Suns against the Golden
2: State Warriors. And Moses Moody is going to dribble out the final sec- seven seconds off the clock. And the Warriors will avoid being swept by the Suns for the first time since 2011 as they get their first win against Phoenix this season. Final score 123 112. The Warriors win. Warriors! I'm
1: out <laughs> in pain! Yay. Okay, you I thought like, you were going to finish well, you
0: looked like you were going to finish the oh, sentence. Oh, I thought you were going to finish <laughs> you it. Of course. say something, and then you just you looked at me. You can't say
1: Warriors without... Sk- come out into. Well, uh, we Yay. clearly didn't
0: discuss this in rehearsal. Okay. How about this? Tuesday. Tuesday. That Monday was... like a- it was
1: four Tuesdays ago.
0: <laughs> Monday was a mess. Here's uh, here's John Morant on Tuesday talking to Jalen Rose. Just
2: learning, you know, I can open up. I can express my feelings, and that it's, you know, okay to be able to express your feelings. So, you no, know, I was constantly you know, talking to therapists. I've been doing, you know, reiki treatment. Um, I've been doing anxiety breathing, you know, different stuff to, you know, help me manage that and release, you know, all that stuff from my body.
0: Wait and see, right? Just hoping. I'm going to wait and see. Just praying for that young guy that uh, he will get it right, whatever he needs to get right to get him square. Way too much to lose if you're John Morant, so hopefully he's uh, taking it as seriously as as it sounds like he is. Here's the uh, Suns losing to Milwaukee
2: on Tuesday. Final score: Bucks one sixteen, Suns one o four, and the losing streak now grows to three for Phoenix. It falls to thirty seven and thirty two on the season, fifteen and. 21 here at home the bucks improved to 50 and 19 first team to get to 50 wins
0: i don't know why i keep playing these highlights of the suns losing the teams yeah just, they just got really outplayed and out physical frankly they're just in front of me in this uh, sound sheet here we go how about wednesday wednesday how about this this is a good highlight as arizona state will win this ball
2: game Inbounded to Pettigrew, 98-73. The final score as the Sun Devils get their 23rd win
0: of the season and advance to Denver, Colorado for a game Friday night against the Horn Frogs of TCU, the number six seed in the West Region.
1: TCU, can they get it today? Can they get win number 24 today, Timmy?
0: If they just play exactly the way they played on Wednesday, Wolf, I feel pretty good about ASU's chances. Just
1: you tell me, they play with the same intensity and integrity on the defensive end of the floor, and I'm, I, I, I think
0: they get a win. Uh, Cardinals, of course, signed Kaiser White. Here is Mark Duda on Big Red Rage. I don't think there's any question. You know, I think I think when he was younger, eighteen or nineteen years old, that's all he did, right? He was a he was a half safety guy for us, and you know, was a man guy as well. So he got to work on those skills a lot more than a, a backer would do, just a normal guy who played back for his whole career so he's been on number two receivers an awful lot in his life right so for him when he works down against the kid in box a, a bigger tight end type of kid i think that's a, a really good matchup for a kid like that with those skills
1: yeah mark duda my first roommate ever in the nfl big defensive tackle is now the coach over at lackawanna junior college actually coach kaiser white before he went
0: on to west by god virginia of course no wonder you like Kaiser and White. Kaiser, Kaiser already got A I love bunch, of, him. bunch of ties to Wolf already. How what about his
1: last name was so safe?
0: That'd be okay. so cool. Then we'd never see him. Uh, <laughs> Jay Billis joined Bickley and Murata, and uh, here was his pick to win it all. Let's see if he's right. Yeah, I just like Arizona's makeup of their team. I, I actually thought they would uh, uh, do a little bit better last year uh, than, than they did in the tournament, but they ran into a tough draw with Houston. But uh, they're legit. Yeah. turns out not that's yeah. uh yeah that's uh on to thursday thursday oh thursday <laughs> here here is the ufa under the bus. <laughs> just what's in here in front of me i'm just clicking on the buttons arizona needs three to send this thing to overtime 15 seconds left ringy long ball that's not it air ball that's not it
1: ballo tries to keep it alive free no good
0: With a prayer that will not go, and the Tigers of Princeton growl their way into round two. Jay Billis should have used the BPI.
1: Oh, my god. Not in the first round, though. (laughs) Just big picture. It's so bad.
0: Play Friday or something. Uh, Well, since we're almost done. Friday. 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 uh, Let's see. Chris Cartman quickly previewing the matchup with TCU tonight. I
2: think that they are a good two-way team. Smart basketball. Uh, Well-coached. Um, you know, ultimately, uh, ASU has to try to uh, play its style, its brand. It's so much. What you see is the tenor of the game. Uh, who
0: dictates that kind of determines whether it's going to be successful or not. All right. Well, here we go. We're about five hours away from the start of that one. Thanks to Lauren Koval, Eric Ruby behind the glass for Wolf. I'm Luke. We got Burns and Gambo next right here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Peace and strength.